Hey there, welcome to the Unspoken Wounds Podcast. I'm your host, Destiny, and this podcast is about healing from internal wounds. With other relatable topics being wiggled in here and there, the main focus of this podcast is to help you grow through whatever you go through. As a 22-year-old Black woman, I use this podcast to serve as inspiration to other women alike. Tune in. Welcome back. I know I was absent on Thursday. Um, I apologize, but I pushed Thursday's episode to today, Sunday, um, because that's just how it went this week. Um, I don't plan on moving to Sundays, but like I said, that's just how it went. So today I actually have a guest. Um, she's someone who I absolutely admire. She definitely embodies the essence of black girl magic. And today she's here to talk about the highs and lows of being a young entrepreneur. Um, so if you're a young business owner or if you have a business um, that you're thinking about starting, tune into this episode because I feel like there will be a lot of takeaways that you can pull from it. But before we jump into that, I want to share something that I came across on Instagram. Um, and it really, I felt like adding it to this episode because I know so many do it. But it was this quote, excuse my voice, y'all. I don't know why I'm sounding so terrible lately. But it was this quote, and it said, every time you compare yourself to others, you lose momentum, stay focused. And so many people do that. Um, And I get it. It's hard not to. Like, you see someone doing something well, and you may be doing the same thing, and you start to compare yourself and you start to compare your results and you start to compare your marketing um, or whatever the case is. You start to compare yourself to that person or that group of people. Um, And then that's when self-sabotage starts to work its way in because guess what? Now you're thinking you're not doing well enough. Now you're thinking that you're going to fail. Because you see them doing well. Because you see them living in their moment. And now you're starting to lose focus of your own business. Because you're studying nurse so much. Because you're trying to see what they're doing right. You're trying to see why business is booming for them. But let me tell you something. It's their time. Not yours. Yours coming around. Be patient. Patience is key with a lot of things. What's meant for you will always be delivered to you and no one else because it's in your destiny. Just like what's going on for them is in their destiny. So don't lose focus or lose sight of what you need to keep focus on, which is your garden, your business, you, okay? Every business is different. Every entrepreneur is different. Just stop comparing yourself. So, here to talk about that a little bit more, let's bring in India. Hi, Hi. Miss India. Hi, Destiny. Thank you for giving me your time today. 
no problem. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry, my voice sounds a little weird right now. You're okay. Um, but why don't you introduce yourself so we can know a little bit more about you? Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is India Whitehorn. Um, I'm the owner of Anae White, which is a woman's apparel brand. Um, hmm, what else? Um, I'm also a freelance stylist. So, yeah, that's pretty, mi- pretty much. Yes, I've <laughs> seen that. I was actually just watching um, your YouTube video, which I really like. It really highlights your personality i guess i can say um which i love no i think your personality is dope even from like when we were like in elementary school um i always thought that but i was listening and you were mentioning how um what you do now you um realized it was something that you were meant to do and that you wanted to do and so you left your job that you used to be at at the hospital and you started to focus more on that. So how did that come about for you? Like, how did that vision become more clear for you? Um, I would say the boring lectures. So after graduating from UW Richland Platteville, I transferred to UWM. And at the time, my major was, um, what was it? I think it was like, some type of laboratory science. So I had got a job through one of my lecture classes called Clinical Laboratory Sciences at St. Luke's Hospital as a lab assistant. And in that job, I basically, like I didn't have the role that I wanted to, well, that I used to want to have in a few years. Like I wasn't in there a forensic pathologist. I was only an assistant, but I got to work hand in hand with them. And I got to really see what the role actually was mm-hmm. in real life besides you know what google tells you or what <laughs> professors tell you yeah. or whatever the case may be so i got to see what the job actually was and what all required of working in a hospital setting and i just did not like it at all like mm-hmm. they had the doctors were on call it was like we had to we like we were mandatory to work every other weekend like with this whole pandemic thing going on, there was really no going home. Like it was like the hospital was our life and like, that was it. Mm. And I didn't really see that for my future. Like this isn't like, this isn't enough. I can't just be working here the rest of my life. Like this isn't, this isn't what I want to do. Like I don't, if this is what it is, then like I might as well drop off because (laughs) I don't want to do this. Like everyone at the hospital is so sad. And it was always like, it was not the place for me. I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, I feel like when we do have realizations like that about ourselves, um, it definitely does highlight our purpose and like it pushes us into what we're actually wanting to do more. Um, And I also seen that you purchased your headquarters. Congratulations on that again. Thank Um, you. So I want to get into like behind the scenes of being like a CEO and um, stuff like that and behind the business. So a lot of people think of like being an entrepreneur as like um, something I would say most people know it's not like a black and white ordeal. Um, It is hard and there are those good and bad days or weeks. But I feel like when people are just getting into being an entrepreneur, 
Um, especially me myself, I used to think like, um, if I didn't have support right out the gate, that it was gonna fail or be bad, or like, if it was, if I was having a bad day, then that was like the setup for how it was gonna go, basically from there on out. Um, but it's not like that, and there are those good days and weeks and whatnot. So, how do you handle that um, yourself? Um. Like, how did I handle it in the beginning, or how do I handle it now? Both, I guess you can um, say. Okay, so as far as in the beginning, um, I would agree with you. I did feel the same way. Like, what if people don't support me, or, you know, like, we're all, what if someone else is selling the same clothes I'm selling? You know, like, if they don't, if I'm not really a known person, I thought that my clothes wouldn't sell, or I wouldn't, you know, reach sales or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um. How did I get around that? I just stay consistent because what's for me is always going to be for me. So yes. it doesn't matter if, you know, Susie down the street is selling the same tank top. I'm I'm selling the way I style it is different. The way I'm pitching it to my customers is different. I'm using different platforms. Like, it's just the way you go about making yourself stand out. It's all about that exclusive in- exclusiveness. Like if your brand is exclusive or whatever you're doing is exclusive, like they only can get that product from you or they only can get that experience from you, you're going to have, you know, customers and you're going to have clientele or whatever it is you need. You're going to have that support as long as you're consistent and the content you're giving is good. I mean, they can't, they can't say no if it's good. If it's good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I, consistency is definitely key in almost every aspect of life. Like if you want the results um, that you're, reaching for like you definitely have to be consistent and so speaking of that like what is the mission and purpose of your brand um so I have a real formal way of saying it on my website but I'm not gonna go that route today Uh, (laughs) okay (laughs) um basically the mission and purpose is to help every woman in the world dress the way they want to dress but still be fire looks like Mm -hmm. it's always like I feel like as women we're like we have to wear you know we have to wear dresses or we have to wear skirts and stuff like that in order for it to be considered professional or things of that nature I feel like I don't really like that yeah (laughs) with my brand I want to allow women to wear whatever they feel comfortable in like if you feel like wearing some sweatpants in a corset or some sweatpants in a crop top then you're gonna wear it like I also like my brand is all about being confident fearless and like bold I would say because I create a lot of like some people would say like revealing clothes like some of my under boob tees for example um only reason I do stuff like that because I am a smaller um bra size gal yeah I (laughs) I can relate (laughs) have been picked on just a little bit about my you know size of my bra or my boobs or anything like that so I always wanted to figure out a way to still be sexy with having little boobs without, you know, like just because yeah. I have enough boobs to show like cleavage or th- anything like that. Like I still have a super cute under boob. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I see you, girl. It was looking cute. I think it was a green <laughs> under boob shirt you were wearing. Um, yes. I can't quite remember the color, but you did put it together quite well. And thank I do you, love like what your brand embodies. Um like you said, if you want to wear sweatpants for the corset, why can't you do that? Like, it doesn't have to 
um, be a trend of what everyone else is wearing and whatnot. Right. And I do like how you style and piece close together. So y'all make sure y'all go check her out. Um, I will be putting the her Instagram handles in the description box. Um, so when you get time, do that. And then I want to ask you, how old were you when you um, started your brand? And did you have anyone to follow behind? Or was it something you had to figure out on your own? Um, I was, I'm 21. I think I was, I was 20. Not, was I 19? I, I believe I was 20. I probably started to think about it around 19, but by the time I did everything, I was 20. Okay. Um, and did I have anyone to help me? No, I knew nothing. Like I knew nothing about getting the LLC registered, a business bank account, vendor. Well, I knew about vendors, but I didn't have any vendors because I used to sell hair like my freshman year of college so I knew about how to contact vendors and where to go find them or the apps to download to communicate with them but I just didn't know what type of vendors I needed for the clothing where where I should go looking for these vendors or anything of that nature so yeah I'm pretty much I want to say self-made I researched. I would say so myself. (laughs) Yes, at St. Luke's, all those days I was working there, I researched and researched and did as much as I could. Okay. Um, And I feel like for a lot of new beginning entrepreneurs, as I know, I had the fear of not knowing what route to take um, or how to brand my product off to the audience that I was trying to target and whatnot. Um, And I'm still learning and figuring out because I haven't officially launched my brand, but I plan on doing so soon, but I'm still trying to, like you said, do that research of my own and um, figure out how to approach the whole thing. And um, I think what I'm learning the most was really sticking to me is just getting started and don't trying to don't try to have it be perfect right because I'm so stuck on the idea of everything being perfect um I'm really trying to stray away from that no because it's gonna come with time yeah it's gonna come like the beginning I know Louis Vuitton was not the Louis Vuitton we know today when they first started like exactly it's like levels it's stuff you gotta go through you gotta fall down a few times get back up like it's a long road but it's It'll all be worth it in the end. Yes. And, and I you feel can like... probably already see that because you've already started. So Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm definitely seeing it. I feel like too, like when you're when you think you're failing, um, it's actually like that saying goes, um, or that quote, um, whole time you think it's falling apart, it's actually coming together. Like what you can't see is actually going on behind the scenes is coming together and working in your favor. But like being in your head a lot is something that also comes with it. Like I was just saying not too long ago, but I feel like me, I just recently got a mentor and she's been helping me so much um, throughout everything that I'm trying to do. And I feel like for black women, like especially young black women, it's important to have mentors and it's so hard for us to find for some reason. Like I used to go to Google and search for mentors, like black mentors. And I basically couldn't find anything, but I feel like it's important to have someone older um, with a little bit more experience 
lead you and help guide you? Um, do you have like anyone like that? Um, I have my mom. <laughs> right. Um, I, I mean, your mom could be your mentor too. But other than that, I don't have an actual mentor. That is something I was looking forward to doing. Um, I have a few, I wouldn't say mentors, but I have a few like older businesswomen that I speak to or that offer me advice or I've recently take this, taken this course with someone I can't tell you guys, but I've yeah. taken a course with her and she's kind of been like giving off that, that mentor role with advising on what I should do to source inventory better or better ways to produce better content to reach out to a larger audience. So I would definitely agree with you on the getting the mentor role and just having someone to help guide you or even pick you up when you're down or just, you know, encourage you to keep going. Yes. Picking, having someone to like remind you to keep going is definitely important, whether it's from a friend um, or a family member, no matter who it's from, like just having that push and that encouragement really does make you like want to go harder or make you want to stay on track. Yes. Um, and blocking out others' opinions is something that, feel like we should all do yes. um, because so many people have opinions about others lives for some reason and I remember like myself I was almost at the point where I didn't want to start anything at all because I would go to friends and family and I would ask like what do you think about me starting this and if someone said well there are so many other people already doing this or um are you sure this is something you want to do? Are you meant for this? It would make me second guess, like, what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I found myself, like, taking in what they had to say too much. And I had to learn how to, like, block it out and, like, leave those people out of what I want to do for myself. Right. Yeah. And um, that's just, it's hard. Like, it's still something that I'd be trying to work through, I guess you can say. Because, like, if I'm doing something and someone asks me about it and then, like, they get feedback and I don't like it it's like it's hard for me to fight it basically yeah well in that case I would say just stop tell them your ideas <laughs> or your right. plans because like there's always going to be a thousand and one no's but you're going to have that yes and being uh, like all of, the most important part about being an entrepreneur is being like so confident that you don't really care what anyone else says you know what I'm right. saying? Like whether it's mm -hmm. you're, you know, you pitch, you're pitching something that someone else is doing and the people in your family or your friends are like, you sure you want to do this? And, you know, these people do this or there's a fashion Nova, or there's this boutique or there's that boutique. When you're like overall building and branding your business, you're going to be doing all, all sorts of things that people aren't going to like. You're like, you're going to be sending out email reminders. You're going to be sending out emails. If someone leaves something in their cart, you're going to send them a email hi you know why didn't you check out here's an extra <laughs> discount code or you know whatever the case the case may be so you're always going to be like kind of throwing yourself out there mm -hmm. like during the whole process so you might as well just <laughs> get ready to start doing it now like it does <laughs> yeah. not matter whether you post 10 posts today they're going to be she posts so much and it does now but yeah now my sales are increasing you know like more doors are opening up for right. me so they probably don't understand 
what goes on behind the scenes, but it's not for them to yes. understand because it's not their business, and that's why we're the CEOs. Right, <laughs> period. And speaking of sales, like, I feel like that's another hard part, and I know we kind of, like, spoke on it, but, like, when sales are down, like, even just from, like, the friends that I have that have, like, businesses, like, when they go through things, or, like, they're experiencing bad sell days or weeks or months even, um, it's, like, hard to want to keep going and to find a motivation to do so. But, like, one bad sell day doesn't last forever or even one bad sell month. Exactly. So how do you handle how do you handle that? Um, hmm, I don't – I really just try not to – I don't know think too hard on it and I've always have I wouldn't don't want to say like a backup plan but I always have a backup plan (laughs) I always have a backup plan um some days are always going to be better than others you're going to have you know a thousand dollar days and you're going to have days where you make nothing but as long as you're continuing to you know produce content or continuing to build your business and brand your business the money is going to come so at the end of the day if you're doing something that you love it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down or how many times it doesn't work in your favor. You're going to keep trying because in the end, you know, this is what you want to do. So as long as you keep trying, you know that, you know, those sales are going to fluctuate. Those sales are going to go up. Those sales are going to go down. You know, things are going to happen in life. We just had a whole pandemic and I'm just like, oh, what exactly. is going on? And at the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of my inventory was pushed back with like shipping and then the write-in was happening. So they were robbing the UPS trucks and the trucks weren't moving. It was like so much yeah. going on. So I waited like two weeks with no sales because I didn't have any clothes. <laughs> so yeah. I had to, you know, like work my way around that and still produce content, still like, you know, tell my audience and my customers that, you know, shipping gets delayed due to the pandemic, but we still have these beautiful styles on the way, you know, still posting the clothes that you have coming so that you, so that the customers see, you know, what you have. And then they can understand in a sense that, you know, things are pushed back or things are delayed. But when the clothes do get here, there are some nice pieces on the way. They're going to be ready to spend their money. So Okay, I see exactly what you're saying. So for you, what's been like the hardest part of your journey so far? And what's been like the best part? Um, the, hmm, I would say the hardest part. I feel like the hardest part is when I try to do big projects. Okay. For example, like group photo shoots. I always have problems with group photo shoots. Like my first photo shoot ever for my business was like, oh God, it was like, <laughs> it was like very, very hectic. My hairstylist really? canceled, my photographer claimed someone in his family passed away. So he was on a plane two hours before my photo shoot. Like oh, it gosh. was like, a complete mess and for some reason but it still yes, happened, it happened. And the, it still happened the picture turned out <laughs> wonderful so like it didn't no one could tell that I went through all I went through <laughs> yes <laughs> they actually look good I wouldn't have thought that yeah, happened it was like it was real hectic so I would say that yeah that's been the worst part my group like trying to do group photo shoots I've always had problems but the best part would be my store it's so beautiful and I can't wait to open it really (laughs) it's coming together do you have like um a grand opening day or are you still trying to figure that out I had a date but now I'm kind of second guessing it so I don't want to release anything too soon yeah but yeah I'll be having a date coming 
Pretty still. Okay. You'll have a date just for mm, let's say before New Year's. Before New Year's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be sure to pull up for yes, sure. Thank you. Thank um, you. I love everything that you have going on. And so one of the last things I wanna ask you is what advice would you go back and give yourself now when it comes to starting a business? Mm-hmm. Like I I think I would tell myself to save more save save Mm. more money like when I first started I didn't really know anything about having a business so I didn't really have that much money you know saved up to run it because I didn't even know what I needed to do where I need to go to get it or like I just didn't know anything so I had to do a lot of self-educating while in the midst of running my business so Mm -hmm. yeah but I think mm, that's pretty much kind of what I every prop everyone I goes feel like it's so the first year. Yeah, <laughs> I also feel like it's so hard for like younger people to save up because we're so bad with money management. Yes. Like <laughs> we are poor at it, and especially people who come from places where they aren't used mm-hmm. to having the money that they have now. Like it's hard not to want to enjoy the finer things in life or like splurge on right. yourself. And so like. When you are starting a business, financial discipline is very important. That's number Um, one. Yes, it is very important. And And then financial literacy comes right after it because you need to understand taxes. You need to understand credit and how all those things tie together and how you really can, in some instances, be running a business off of someone else's money, not even yours. So I would add those (laughs) things, you know, from the beginning, but it's okay. (laughs) Yes. Of course. So I just want to thank you again so much for sharing your time, India. Um, I feel like you really just gave me some points on like basically how to maintain um, those bad days and all that comes with being an entrepreneur, I guess. And I just think it's so inspiring to have someone that's 21 um, be motivation for me and I just love it and I love your brand and I hope it thrives really thank well you. thank you so much for having me and I love the fact that I could be an inspiration to you if you have any other questions about business stuff I'm always open to help out um, okay yeah. of course and like I said guys I will be putting her Instagram handles in the description so make sure you go check her out um, but India if you want to do so just go ahead and mention your Instagram at Senior Business page yes, for us. My, you can follow me on Instagram at in.eewhite. It's spelled just like white, but I'll spell it out. <laughs> in.eewhite. That's my business Instagram. You can follow my personal Instagram at indialan.ee. My website is www.nayllc. If you can't find it off of this voice, off this video you can probably find it on my on my instagram <laughs> yes of course and like i said thank you so much and i'll be talking with you all right soon. thank you bye-bye Bye. and so this week's quote the queen is actually coming from something miss india herself said and i was and that was the plan is only the start in which it is so If you're thinking about it or if you have a business plan, 
if you're feeling like it's not going how you want it to go or there may be some items that you're missing, I want you to sit down, reevaluate, um, and reapproach. And that's something that I shared in this podcast before. Do it as many times as you need to. And if it's not going how you want it to, it doesn't mean that you're failing or that it's not going well. Um, like I said, just reevaluate and reapproach. And so something that I forgot to mention while talking with India was the fact that you will lose friends as they're climbing up and reaching new levels of yourself. It's bound to happen. I don't care if you've known someone for 20 years. If they're not meant to go to that next level with you, they're just not going to go. Like the signs will reveal itself. Um, And don't try to force it because even if you've known someone for let's say 20 years, some people can become jealous and they start to say things to make you second guess what you want to do. You do not need those type of people in your life. Get rid of them. Cut them out. Um, It's toxic and you don't need that. Moving in silence is definitely a smart move when it comes to Things that you have set out for yourself, things that you want to achieve, because people's negative opinions definitely starts to wiggle through those ideas that you have. And um, I don't like shit like that. I don't like people who try to stop you in your tracks and make you second guess yourself. Like, tell them, get the hell out your way and watch you keep going. Um. I've experienced that so often and it came from people who I thought would be like, damn, it might be hard, but you're going to go harder type shit. Um, So yeah, moving in silence is honestly one of the best things you can do, especially when you're an entrepreneur. And another thing is people will try to literally beat you with a motherfucking bat over the price of product. I don't care if you charging $40 for a motherfucking tank top. If that's the price you want to charge, charge it. Like India said, you style it different. You market it different. Um, If it's $40, it's $40. If you feel it's worth that, it's worth that. If it's coming from you and you feel that you're worth Selling a shirt for $40, believe in it. Somebody's going to buy it. I don't give a damn if it takes three months to sell. Stick to your price. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't lower it down for other people. Because at the end of the day, your friends will take double that and go spend it elsewhere if they really wanted to. Um, And that's just how people are, sadly. But like I said, people think that because they personally know you, um, that you have to give them discounts. I've already started to experience stuff like that. Now, the products that I have that I plan on selling are honestly quite good products. Um, really good for your hair, um, all that good stuff. And in the beginning, I actually gave out a few um, products for free to people just to like use and um, just so I can have test subjects, I guess you can say. 
which I didn't mind doing that. But when it came to price point, and I'm telling these people what I'm going to sell it for, all of a sudden, their opinions started to come in about how they thought it was too high or people wouldn't buy it. I don't give a damn if you can go to Walgreens, Walmart, Target, wherever you buy hair products and buy conditioner for $6. That's not my product. I'm going to sell my product for what I think it's worth. Okay? This, what I'm selling, you're not going to find on the shelves of Target or Walmart or wherever you buy your hair products. Um, And so, honestly, I say to hell with those people. Um, Fuck your opinions, basically. Um, And like I said, I'm going to charge what I want to. And I advise y'all do the same. And another thing is, you'll experience lack of support from people who you thought would be the first ones to support you. I've experienced it myself, I would say, definitely with this podcast. Now, I don't consider this podcast a business. It's something that I like to do in my free time. I do it as a hobby. Um, But I did want support from people who I thought were down for me and would be the first ones to support me. Um, But they were not. Um, And so in the beginning, I didn't quite process those emotions well. It was unfamiliar, so I didn't really know how. But it just comes like at the end of the day, if you have no one supporting you, um, if you have people who you who you have known since day one that don't support you like I said cut those people out you don't need those people in your life just stay consistent and I promise you what you're going for what you're reaching out there will all start to make sense things will start to fall in place for you your sales will start to improve um business will start to boom your days will get better just stay consistent and so with all of that being said I am going to close out this episode Um, make sure y'all go and check out India's business page um, her personal Instagram is quite dope she's a very pretty young lady Um, so go and check that out and she also just put out um, or started a YouTube page and you can check her out on YouTube at CEO Indy. The CEO is in all caps and Indy is spelled I-N-D-I. So go and check that out. And don't forget to subscribe or um, follow depending on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram at Unspoken That Wounds. Why am I saying us? Um, you can follow this podcast page on Instagram at unspoken that Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be back with y'all next Thursday.